Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week here on the program. Hope that uh, you had a great weekend. Hope that it started off your November right. Uh, Maybe you were doing some holiday stuff. I saw people already out putting up their lights, setting up their yard decorations. They just took down their Halloween. Now they're putting up their Christmas. That's all right. It was a good weekend for doing it. Take advantage while you had some nicer weather. And then what we will see as we get closer into the season is as more of these displays become more and more extravagant, we're going to feature them on WBSM.com. We do that every year with our Light Up South Coast, where we show you all the best decorated, best lit, best festively adorned homes on the south coast so just keep in mind that that is coming up i just want to get through election day first let's take it one one important date at a time we've got election day tomorrow here in new bedford then we've got well we've got veterans day coming up we will also have this coming saturday will be our hunger heroes food drop which will help benefit needy families here on the South Coast for Thanksgiving. And we've got all the details for that at WBSM.com, but we'll have more information on that for you as well. But if you've never taken part in the Hunger Heroes food drop before, you might remember the way that we used to do things where you would come and make a donation and you'd come to Buttonwood Park, to the warming house, and you'd get the canned goods out of your car and bring it on over to our table and we'd be sorting it there. But you don't even have to do that anymore. Now we've moved it to Aldi and Dartmouth. So we have plenty of parking lot space. So all that you have to do is pull up, drive up. You don't even have to park your car. You just pull right up to where we are. Tell us if it's in the back seat. Tell us if it's in the trunk. If you can pop the trunk from the driver's seat, do that. We will take the items out of your car, you don't even have to get out. You don't have to park. You don't have to turn the car off. We make it that easy. And if you don't have any of the items that are on the list, and you know what? Let me just tell you what kind of items we're looking for. But if you don't have the items themselves, the great thing about being at 
Aldi on Saturday from 10 to 12 while we're doing the Hunger Heroes food drop is that you can go right into Aldi and they're going to have a display set up with the items that we're looking for right by the register. So you don't even have to go walk through the store and look for them. You can just walk right in, grab some of them and make a donation. And what we are looking for are canned vegetables, cornbread mix, cranberry sauce, gravy, instant mashed potatoes, and stuffing mix. Then what will happen is the United Way, they get a donation already of turkeys. They don't need turkeys. They get those. They just need all the other adornments for the meal. And then they're going to take all of that the following weekend and put together packages, put, put together these baskets that go to needy families. But in order to do that, we need you to donate the individual items. And if you can't come to the Hunger Heroes food drop on Saturday, maybe you've got other things going on, maybe you won't be in town, you can go online to Amazon and go to the Hunger Heroes page on Amazon and purchase items there that will get sent to the United Way. And all the details on that are at WBSM.com and on the app in the story about the Hunger Heroes food drop. And in fact, if you go to the website and you go right to the top of the menu there, you'll see Hunger Heroes Food Drop. You can click on that. It has all the details. But we're hoping people will come out and make a donation and say hi. Let us know that you're listeners. I'll be down there Saturday morning. Uh, Usually the Fun 107 crew is down there, a good amount of them. And uh, we'll get as many folks as we can down there to help with the United Way sorting all of these items. What they do is they sort them as they come in on Saturday to save time the following week when they'll put them all together into the basket. So as you're dropping them off, we're separating them into cornbread mix and stuffing mix and canned vegetables and cranberry sauce. We're, we're separating all of that so that the United Way will have them all ready to go next week, the week after, to be put into those packages. But again, the Hunger Heroes food drop is this Saturday at Aldi from 10 to noon. I'm looking forward to getting over there and seeing everybody helping out, and hopefully feeding a lot of families. The goal is to make a 1,000 baskets for needy families this Thanksgiving. But that'll all depend on how much help you can give. All right, so we can talk about that. We can talk about the election. We will talk quite a bit about the election over the next couple of days. I think now, by now... People have made up their minds about who they're going to vote for, but you're going to hear from some more candidates this morning on South Coast Now with Chris. We'll have election coverage tomorrow. I don't know if we're going to have any on the radio. I have to check with Chris. I kept meaning to ask him all last week, and every time I remembered, I got distracted by something else, but I'll have to ask him if he's coming in tomorrow. Uh, Obviously, with all that he does, when he's off the air, you know, I, we can't expect him to work extra if he's not able to, but we'll, we'll find out about that. And either way, we'll have coverage for you at WBSM.com on election night. But the, um, the election tomorrow will say a lot about how the city feels on certain issues. Now, I think no matter which candidate wins in Ward 1, it, it, both candidates have been vocal in their opposition to parallel products and what is planned there. So I don't think that that is a 
you know, whoever they vote in in Ward 1 is not going to be a, a mandate on that issue. They're, both candidates have been very vocal in what they've had to say about it. But I do think that in other places, like Ward 5, if Zach Boyer was to win, that could speak volumes about how people feel about the sober house issue because Boyer was in favor of it in the candidate forum that they had the other night. Jack Spillane moderated that, so he'll actually talk more with us about that. And he wrote a column about it in newbedfordlight.org. He'll talk more with us about it this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. But could I vote for Zach Boyer mean a vote for sober houses? Are people who are in favor of having one there going to vote for Zach Boyer? Ward 5 has been known to let political newcomers into office, so I don't think that Joe Lopes' experience makes it a, a done deal. However, Boyer also ran previously and didn't win in that ward. So we'll, we'll break all of it down with, with Jack when he comes in, but certainly interested in hearing any of your thoughts at 508-996-0500. We'll talk about all the different races with Jack when he comes in. We'll also talk about this story that Colin Hogan has at newbedfordlight.org that uh, as soon as Wednesday, they could be auctioning off the remaining fleet and licenses of Blue Harvest and that the fight is on to keep those in New Bedford. So something else that we can keep an eye on. I had also promised you on Friday that at some point during the day, I would have a big story about Edaville and I did have it, but not until Saturday afternoon. Uh, that's just because of some issues with, uh, you know, making sure we had all the information lined up. Basically, I was trying to, to get my article together and have... Edaville was kind enough to give us the exclusive on it. And so I wanted to make sure that we had it all out in a way that would work for them to be able to then put it out too. And also to make sure that, you know, we had as many photos as we could get as they're finishing up the work over there, getting it ready for this Thursday's opening. The Festival of Lights begins this Thursday, if you can believe it. We're already at that point. It's that late in the year, folks. So they've taken what was Thomas Land, and this was a, a topic of conversation back in January when the owner of Utahville, John Deli Prescoli, went before the Carver Board of Selectmen or the Carver Select Board and revealed his plans to build housing on the Edaville property. He wanted to take a portion of the property because the property is very large. It's, it's larger than the footprint of the park. And he wanted to take a portion of that property and develop it into housing that would include some affordable rate housing. So much of it would be market rate housing, but there would also be a number of affordable units because Carver doesn't have the required amount of affordable housing units under Chapter 40B. So John Deli Prescoli can move forward with this development and there's really not much the town can do about it because they're under the limit. They're under the, the requirement, I should say. But in part of these discussions, 
And and I don't know where that status is now. I asked when I was over at Edaville, of course, the park staff, they don't really know either. All that has been told to them is the park is not going to change at all. The only thing that would affect the park any from the building of these apartments would be that they would lose a portion of the parking lot. But they have far more park- parking than they need because if it's one thing that they've learned in recent years, it's that they have to cap attendance. They can't just let people show up and come in as might have happened in years past. So that huge, huge parking lot that they have is no longer necessary. And part of the park area that is on that side, there's, there's land there that they don't need that they can utilize for some of this. So it'll all work out fine for Edaville. In fact, it would help Edaville to stay viable. And it's not like the people who move into those apartments can complain if they hear a train whistle 10 times a night during the Festival of Lights because they knew what they were getting into when they moved in there. And I jokingly have said, I'll be the first one on the list. I'd love to hear that constantly outside my home. I actually lived outside. Uh, I lived on train tracks when I first moved to Wareham. And the train was, you know, you could open up my front door and spit on the train as it drove by. And I actually enjoyed it. I'm a train geek, so I liked it. Maybe if I'm an adult now and I need my peace and quiet, I might feel differently. But as a teenager, I loved I loved it. But I, you know, that plan isn't going to affect the future of the park. So when that story broke, part of the conversation was that John Deli Prescoli told the board of select, the select board in Carver, that Thomas Land would not be returning. That it hasn't really worked out, that it hasn't really been a beneficial arrangement for both sides. For Mattel, who owns the rights to Thomas the Tank Engine, and to Edaville. And there were lawsuits that happened. There were, you know, basically like promises that were made that weren't fulfilled. And bottom line is it didn't make financial sense for Edaville to continue that license. If you read some of the things online about those lawsuits that involved things like Mattel still requiring the licensing fee even when the park was closed due to COVID. Well, what did you have to pay licensing for if nobody was coming into the park? So there was a lot of things like that that kind of led to the dissolution of that partnership. And so now Edaville owned the rides. They bought the rides that were furnished in the image of these Thomas characters. Without the licensing anymore, they couldn't use the Thomas name or the Thomas characters or the Thomas character likenesses. So over the past couple of years, as Edaville has reopened, that, well, actually just last year, I believe, that Thomas Land sat empty. People weren't allowed in it because anybody that walked into it, they owed an admission fee to Mattel. So they just closed off that area and didn't operate those rides. Well, what they've done is they've gone in and they have completely removed all traces of Thomas the Tank Engine from those rides. They've removed the faces. They've repainted them. They've put on Edaville and Ellis Atwood Cranberry Company logos. And they have turned it into the Alpine Village. And now it fits much, much better into the theme and into the future of what Edaville is. 
the people now in charge of operations who took over prior to last season, Brian Fanslau and Hannah Harriman, they are committed to a traditional approach to Edaville, one that focuses on the trains and on the Atwood Cranberry history. And for them, it was important to have that be branded something that would be Edaville's own. And so they came up with the Alpine Village concept, which is just taking all the rides that already existed and giving them new Bavarian Alpine-related names and reopening the park. And I was over there on Thursday touring around, and the work they have done is incredible. You would never know that it was something else previously. And when you go in there on Thursday, if you choose to go when the Festival of Lights opens or at any point you visit, you're going to be able to ride all the same rides that you could have before. When it was Thomas Land, they'll just have a different name. The rides themselves have not been affected at all. And so this story came out on Saturday afternoon and Edaville shared it. And I've been reading some of the comments all weekend. And it's interesting how all the people last year that complained about how they were getting ripped off because the part of the park they couldn't go into before wasn't open anymore are now complaining because even though they can go back into that portion of the park, well, it's not Thomas anymore. Chances are your child has already outgrown Thomas from the last time that they went to Thomas Land and were into Thomas. That was at this point four years ago. So I think that for the most part, your child is just going to be happy to be able to ride all those rides. I don't think that the, the lack of the Thomas faces or names is going to affect them that much. In fact, play a little game with them. Have them try to figure out which Thomas character the ride used to be. But I think it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is. There's also some new developments as well, including the fact that this year, because they started this tiered ticket package last year where, because some people wanted to go into the park but didn't want to ride the rides. They just wanted to take the train ride. Others would just walk around the park with their family and look at the lights. They created tiered packages so you can get the bronze package where you just get access to the park and a visit with Santa, then the gold package, or the silver package, rather, where you get all of that plus a train ride, and then the gold package where you get all of that plus the amusement rides. But what they found is that people were going into the park buying one, you know, the cheaper package and then wanting to upgrade while they were in there because they wanted to go on some of the rides once they saw them. Or they wanted to take the train ride because everybody else was and they didn't want to wait at the station. So what they ended up doing is going over to the box office and upgrading their ticket. So now what Edaville is doing is they're also putting into place, in addition to those packages, you can buy individual ride tickets, like at a carnival. So if you decide to you get in there and you do want to ride one of these new rides or the Ferris wheel or whatever else it is that you might want to ride, the carousel, then you can go over and purchase the number of tickets you would need to ride that ride or the same with the train. And they're also planning to run exclusively steam trains in true Edaville tradition. So you can read more about it at WBSM.com and on the app. But that was the story that I was telling you Friday I was going to have. It just took a little bit longer to get it all together. But now it is out there. So check it out. Read it. Share it with an Edaville fan in your life. And uh, if you go out there, let me know. Let me know what you think. I'll be heading out at some point this season to get over there because... 
I want to take the steam train ride. I want to go on some of the older tracks that they've been working on restoring. And, uh, and I want to see, I mean, I never went to Thomas land. My son had already outgrown Thomas land by the time it opened. And my visits to the park over the last few years have all been after it's been closed for paranormal things. So I haven't had a chance to get over there and even ride any of those rides. So you know what? Maybe I'll take a day by myself and go over there and do just that. 508-996-0500. I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And we will take your calls at 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages and your open line voicemails. Also, we have a contest that will be going on this week. We're going to be giving away some tickets to LL Cool J and the Force Live show. We will have all the details on that for you coming up. You can check it out, too, at WBSM.com and on the app, and you can start entering now. We're going to draw a winner every day this week. So if you want to try to win those tickets, head on over to WBSM.com and the WBSM app right now. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey. Secretary of State Antony Blinken made a pair of unannounced visits in the Middle East on Sunday. First, Blinken met with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas during a surprise stop in the occupied West Bank. Later, he traveled to Iraq on the third day of his tour of the region as the war between Israel and Hamas rages. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders empathetically supports Israel's right to defend itself, but also says the bombing in Gaza must stop. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, Sanders said Israel's right to defend itself does not give it the right to kill thousands and thousands of innocent men, women, and children. Sanders, who is Jewish, called Hamas an awful terrorist organization, and he contemned the group's October 7th attacks on Israel that led to the Israel-Hamas war. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S. says the Israel-Hamas war is diverting attention from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Speaking on CBS's Face to Nation, Oksana Markarova talked about how Russia is helping Hamas while receiving help from Iran and North Korea. Markarova said Ukraine is running low on some of its ammunition and is looking to the U.S. Congress to continue to send military aid. Former President Trump is scheduled to take the stand in the Trump Organization's civil fraud trial in New York today. Trump's son, Eric, and Donald Trump Jr. testified last week in the trial that accuses the Trump family organization of inflating their wealth to obtain better loans. Ivanka Trump will testify Wednesday, November 8th, despite her attempt to, to legally block it, claiming she would suffer undue hardship if forced to testify in the middle of a school week. A small town Alabama mayor killed himself days after pictures of him apparently wearing women's clothing and makeup were published by a conservative news site. Smith Station Mayor F.L. Bubba Copeland shot himself on Friday a few days after the pictures were published by 1819 News. Funeral services are set for Thursday. The Bengals held on to beat the Bills 24-18 on Sunday night football, making for Cincinnati's fourth straight win. Despite the showing, Cincinnati remains at the bottom of the AFC North at 5-3. and three. In more sports, the Patriots have dropped back-to-back games after falling 20-17 to the Washington Commanders at Gillette Stadium. Mac Jones completed 24 of his 44 pass attempts for 220 yards and a touchdown, but also threw a key interception late in the game. Ramondre Stevenson carried the ball 9 
nine times for 87 yards, including a 64-yard touchdown run. New England is now last in the AFC East at 2-7 and seven and will take the Indianapolis Colts next week in Germany. The Celtics hope to remain undefeated. The Seas are coming off of a win over the Nets where Jason Tatum became the youngest player in franchise history to score 10,000 points. Boston is back in action when it visits the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight at Target Center. And the Bruins will be looking to bounce back from their first regulation loss of the season. David Pasternak, however, leads the team in scoring. He has nine goals and seven assists for 16 points through 11 games. After collapsing in the third period in Detroit, the Bruins will visit the Dallas Stars tonight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning. We're starting out with uh, overcast skies, and so will be the case throughout the rest of the day. 30s inland and temperatures along the immediate coast around 50. Mostly cloudy skies will prevail this afternoon. Temperatures around the lower 50s with a light northerly to southeasterly wind. Overnight, rain chances increase as we head into tomorrow first thing. We may see some sunshine tomorrow afternoon. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC. C6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live, crystal clear, with one touch. The WBSM app. LL Cool J is hard as hell. Battle anybody, I don't care. You tell. I excel. They all fell. Gonna cancel double L. That is the legend himself. Ladies love Cool James, LL Cool J himself. And he is bringing the Force Live show to Boston's TD Garden coming up on November 19th. So it'll be LL Cool J headlining the show, but it'll also feature The Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Queen Latifah, Dougie Fresh, and Slick Rick for an unforgettable night of hip-hop throwbacks. And, of course, you can get tickets right now by going to Ticketmaster or LiveNation.com. But if you want to win tickets, we're going to be giving away a pair every day throughout the course of this week. And all you have to do to win is go to WBSM.com. Well, to enter to win is go to WBSM.com. Put in all your information on the story there. And then you'll be able to enter to win a pair of tickets to see LL Cool J and the Force Live show at TD Garden on November 19th. And we've already got a ton of people that have entered, but we still have plenty of room for you to get in. And remember, you only have to enter once because we're going to pick a, a winner every day. So if you don't win today, don't worry. Your name is still in the mix to be pulled the rest of the week. So uh, keep that in mind. So if you, if you don't hear us announce your name today, you still might be a winner the rest of the week. And you get to hear all of those great classic LL songs, plus all those other groups that are going to be performing and, and performers 
I, I'm pretty excited about how they're going to pull all of that together. That's going to be one heck of a show. And I think you got to go in your 80s hip-hop throwback clothing, right? You got to get the, the Kangol hat like, like LL used to wear. I mean, do they still have do they still have the fuzzy Kangol hats like he used to wear? I was in a hat store. I don't know if it was Lids or one of those ones. It was the outlet at uh, Rentham, and they had a bunch of Kangol hats, which I I like. I used to you know when um, when uh, what was that movie? Jackie Brown came out the uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie where everybody was wearing them in the movie. I went out and bought a couple. They weren't cheap. But I, I bought a couple, and I still see them in some of the hat places, but not a not a huge selection. Is, is, is it still something people wear? I don't know. I made the switch to fedoras. But you can check, uh, you can check the stores and see if there's one to get to wear to this LO Cool J show if you are the winner. Get your big gold chains. Of course, your Adidas. You can get the shell toes. They still have those. I know I've seen those in the stores. A lot of the kids now are wearing what look like throwback sneakers. You know, they're wearing the Air Force Ones, the Nike Air Force Ones. Even some cases, they're wearing like the 70s style Nike. They're wearing the old school Adidas. Uh, I've noticed that some of the 90s brands have made a comeback. L.A. Gear. I actually bought a pair of those. Uh, British Knights. If you remember British Knights, they they came out for a, a brief minute in the 90s to try to compete in the shoe market. They had MC Hammer doing the commercial. Took the, here comes the hammer and made it about British Knights. Oh, 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 British Knights. They didn't take off. Now you can get them through Amazon. I've been thinking about getting a pair just because I didn't have any in the 90s, but I've, I've heard that they're, they're not the same. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. And, you know, anybody that grew up in New England in the 80s and heard that song, you you would sing, the game is on TV 38 from when they used to have the Red Sox. Right? You can't help it. It's just emboldened in your brain, emblazed in your brain. That's what I meant to say. Uh, 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. You know what I got a kick out of uh, last week? I think it was Friday you did it. Played that. Old school WBSN new stock, you know that that mm-hmm. oh that hey that that hit some nostalgia with me, man. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> Probably a lot of you listeners too, man. I, I know that, you know. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a few versions of that that I pulled from uh, from old spooky South Coast from two thousand six. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I know I definitely brought back some memories for me, but um, you know, try to start off on a. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know where to start off on this. This, this we have, we're living in a well, we're living in a, a state, right, where Governor Healy finally realized that we can't take any more of these migrants, right? So she's 
she's pretty much saying to these people, "We we can't we can't take you. We, sorry, but the inn is full." Okay, um, it only took her how long to figure that out, right? But she's but she still has yet to, you know, pretty much say. Yeah, I was wrong for going down to the border, uh, you know, what, three years ago or four years ago and pretty much handing out flyers. She still hasn't admitted to that. that well, she maybe she doesn't think that. she was wrong to do it. So, that's... Listen, saying saying that the, that we're full up on. Uh, on vacancies and we don't want to have any more people doesn't mean that she's saying we shouldn't have let them come in in the first place. You're just assuming that's what she's thinking. Them. We, Tim, we shouldn't have let them come in in the first place to begin with. I disagree. We don't have enough room. We don't even have enough. Now, I know you're going to, you know, I already know what you're going to. We don't even have enough room for our own homeless population. Okay. And yet we're, and yet we're worrying about people that don't even, that don't even belong in this country legally or illegally. They're coming illegally into this country and yet we're housing them. Okay. It, it, it does not make sense. It does not make sense. And guess who's paying for that housing? We are the taxpayers of Massachusetts. One way or another, we are paying for that housing. Okay? You could say, oh, state grants and this, that, and the other thing. No. We are paying for it. Well, that's where, that's where the grant money comes from. Right. So if you're a taxpayer in Massachusetts and you're okay with paying for people hotel rooms that you know, are $750 a week and they're getting food for free, and they're getting Uber Eats for free, and they, it, it, you know, not and not only that, but they're getting free lawyer advice. Where can you, Tim? Where can you turn around right now, walk out of that studio, and go get free lawyer advice? Legal aid, unless you've been unless you've been detained. Legal aid. Legal aid. Where's that? They're legitimate. You go to Boston, and they find you somebody that can work with you. There's, there's legitimately, there's pro free bono. legal advice for lots of people. Pro, yeah. Pro bono. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm talking about, I'm talking about actually like, you know, without having to do all that crap, you know, to, to, for somebody to be able to come to you right now and be like, Hey, I'm going to give you somebody to, you know, free legal aid. It's a free legal aid for you. Yeah. It happen, you happens all, all the time. Paperwork. Okay. Yeah. In, in the liberal world, it happens all the time, I guess, because I can tell you right now, I can't turn around myself and go find free legal aid, even if I wanted to, because they look at my income and say, you make too much money for free legal aid. Well, these, buddy. What, what are these people's income? What, what money do they have to go and pay for a lawyer? They probably don't have any income coming in. You want to know why? Because they can't even work yet. Because nobody will let so them we're work. So we're, so we're letting these people come into this country, right? Or let, letting these people come into the state, right? And they can't even have, they don't even have workers' permits. They can't even apply for workers' permits yet because of what's going on with, you know, how, I just, just, Tim, it just doesn't make sense. Well, what would you, what, would, would you, would you have an issue with sense. it if they could work and they could pay for their own hotel rooms and pay for their own Uber Eats and all of that? Would if you have an issue with it? If they came here legally, I'd have no problem with it whatsoever. Usually the people that come on you, work visas can work. You say okay. come here illegally, but I'm saying if, yes. the, if the people that were here right now could work and they were paying their own way to be here, would you have an issue with it? If I wasn't, if I wasn't paying for their means of living, no, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have an issue with it. If they came here legally. 
See, you're if putting they, that caveat on it, and I'm asking they, you not to put that caveat on it. I'm saying the people who are here now, if they could work and pay their own way, would you have a problem with it? They didn't come here legally. So you're, pro- so you're against I, them from I the would, beginning. You just so don't I want them here at all. Be, just say it. I don't want these people here, period. Illegally? No, I don't want them here. Because I know for a fact that I'm going to end up... Is that up really why you don't want them here? Yes. Yes. Honestly, it is. You know, I, I know I know a guy personally, okay, who came here from Nicaragua, right? He came here, Tim. He worked. He came in as a, 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 on a work visa. He had a sponsorship, okay? Took him seven years to be able to get his, his green card, his, his citizenship. But he did it legally, and he put his head in the ground. Well, I would say that's he, just as much of a problem, too. Okay? I would say that's just as much of a flaw in the system, of too. Of course it is. Of course it is. But if you have the determination to do it, you're going to get it done one way or another to live the American dream, okay? That American dream now today, Tim, because of all this crap happening with these you know, illegal it, immigrants. It's really Tim, easy for you to talk about that when you were born into it, John. Tim, I was, I, I, you're, you're exactly right. I could talk about it as much as I want because I, I've lived the American dream, okay? By luck of birth, by luck of where you yeah. were born. Hey, hey. Hey, I never went into another country illegally trying to live that dream, though. Well, you know why? I mean? Why would you be? Why should you be denied it if that's what you wanted to do? Isn't that what freedom what? is? Freedom, oh, Tim. Tim. Freedom is is. It's not. It's not free. That's for sure. No, freedom is you want people to follow free. these stupid lines that we draw around the country and say you can't cross this line unless we say that you can. That's what you think freedom we don't is. Have we don't have enough room, Tim? Says who? Says who? Says the people. Look around. Look around. Just look around. Where are we housing these people, Tim? We're housing them in hotels. Because we can't give them in any other hotels. option. Okay. When have you turned around? And By said, the way, I hope that when this migrant crisis is over, however it may end, and they decide yeah. to use that same program to put homeless people into these places and drug addicts yeah. into these places that are living on the street, I hope that you are calling in and saying, I'm so glad that they did that now because yeah, that's you know what, what? that was I my will. biggest concern. I will. I will. Because you know why? No, you won't. You're going to call in and say, get those bums out of there and tell those bums to get a job and do it the right way. Yes, you will, because you can't apply one standard to one group of people and not to the other. I'm telling you, Tim, we don't, we need to take care of the people that are here first. You didn't care about those people until the migrants came in. All of a sudden, now you do. No, 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 no. I'm going to hold you there, John. How can you? Okay. All right. No problem. All right. I got to take a break. All right. Going to take a break. Callers, hang on. But I didn't, I didn't hear the phone lines blowing up prior to the migrant crisis with people saying, what are we going to do about all these homeless people living on the streets? What are we going to do about all these homeless veterans and all these people who are addicted to drugs that need help? You know, you know what I heard? I heard, get those people that are standing at the octopus out of there. Get them, arrest them for vagrancy. Arrest them. That'll teach them a lesson. I like those spiked cobblestones. Let them stand on those and see what it's like to have to stand there. Bunch of bums, get a job. That's what I heard for years on this station. But now all of a sudden, everybody's so sad about those people who don't have anywhere to live because migrants came in and took the hotel rooms. When if they had put the same program in place and tried to move homeless people into them, you all would have been up in arms about that too. You all would have been screaming to tell those bums to get a job, stop hanging around the bus station, and go to work. When was the last time you went down to the bus station and tried to help one of those people? Nope. Nope. You just, just admit it. 
The problem isn't that the problem is that they're coming from another country. That's what none of you like. We'll be right back. And welcome back in. We are going to be going to the NFL preview in just a moment for tonight's Monday night football game. And uh, we're going to have, uh, by the way, the Patriots were just atrocious yesterday. I mean, I know I could look at it from the perspective of, well, they had a chance to win, but really, come on. This was the Washington Commanders. This was supposed to be a game that they actually had the opportunity to win. But instead, they did what we expected them to do, squander it away. And I know it wasn't all Mac Jones's fault. The receivers let him down, but he's got to stand there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 